Well, hello and good morning. Happy Wednesday, everyone. This is Sylvia from The Daily with Silstein. I wanted to first and foremost send an apology to our guest, our interview. New, uh, we interviewed Juliana Ruggiero yesterday. And my deepest apologies because, as I mentioned before, uh, this new anchor is a little different than what I'm used to. I don't know what happened yesterday. There was technical difficulties when we got done. What appeared to be that it was re, uh, processing. I never got a uh, notification that it was processed. Normally, it doesn't take that long. I thought, well, okay, it's taking a little longer. We'll get it later. I checked this morning. Still wasn't there. I did contact support and a nice gentleman named Brian from Anchor contacted me and he did say they were looking into the issue and hopefully it'll get resolved. But because of that, we don't have the interview, which was really, really great. I had a lot of fun talking to Juliana. I hope they can get it taken care of. But if not, we will definitely have it uh, redone. We'll be taking care of that this week so you can listen to her awesome interview and talk about her writing. She's my coffeehouse writer uh, co-worker. We, uh, she writes and she's going to talk to you about her advocacy with the cerebral palsy community and her different platforms and just talk in general and have a nice chat with the amazing Juliana Ruggiero. So hopefully you'll get to hear her. I just wanted to bring that update uh, before we begin the show. And I'm starting a new podcast this morning with writing tips, which are a lot easier to upload and record. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and start with week 12 of the Writer's Devotional by author Amy Peters. And here we begin the daily with Sil Stein. Good morning. Well, good morning, and I'm using the tracks for GarageBand because that's another thing that I have no clue where to find anymore um, on this new Anchor uh, app, and I'm not trying to put it down by no, by no means. I'm just a little frustrated with the tools right now because I was so used to using the other ones. Uh, what I do like is that the recording time is not limited like it was before. We had to break it up. So I, I do applaud them for that change. But um, uh, now before I was used to doing transitions and background music, now I'm having to use the uh, GarageBand tracks, which there's nothing wrong with it. But I, uh, if anyone's listening from Anchor that knows how to still include the background tracks when you're recording a show, please uh, send a shout out and let me know what I'm doing wrong. I would appreciate it. But today we're going to begin on a good note. A happy Wednesday. We're doing week 12 of the Writer's Devotional by author Amy Peters. And we're going to start with Monday, Writers on Writing. And here we go. Let me play some background tracks here. And I hope everyone's having a wonderful day. Okay. 
still still trying to still trying to play a little bit of the garage band tracks here when you are describing a shape or sound or tint don't state the matter plainly but put it in a hint and learn to look at all things with a sort of mental squint and this quote was taken by Lewis Carroll author Lewis Carroll and what it says about him is this give me a moment here he says author of the beloved classic Alice Alice Adventures in Wonderland Lewis Carroll hits the nail on the head when he describes what sets the great writers apart from the good ones authors who develop a mental squint or the ability to look at things and events with a different perspective are the writers whose works often gain staying power carol did just this in writing alice's grand adventures now it also goes on to say see uh Other authors had written children's stories, but Carol, by taking a different view, created the ultimate children's fantasy. What child hasn't dreamed of adventures in an alternate universe? In this case, the rabbit hole. Carol captured this fantasy on the pages of his best-selling novel. And now it goes into another writer, James Joyce, and his books Ulysses and Finnegan's Wake developed his own mental squint by creating new words, including quark. Quark has since been taken on by the scientific community to describe one of the fundamental particles of physics. Physicist Merle Gell Mann, who won the 1969 Nobel Prize, chose the word from Finnegan's Wake because he was intrigued by Joyce. Joyce also famously created the word Tatura tat to signify a knock at the door. So this was Writers on Writing about Lewis Carroll, the writer of Alice Adventures in Wonderland, and then they described James Joyce and his books Ulysses and Finnegan's Wake, which also led to a physicist and other people, writers working on the words quark and taratat. So Um, that was Writers on Writing, and we'll be right back. This is The Daily with Sil Stein. Today we are describing the book by author Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotional, Week 12. We'll be right back with Tuesday Motivation. Okay, and now we're back. Now we're going to do Tuesday Motivation, week 12. And we're going to use another background track. Okay. It says, Simple means getting rid of extra words. Don't write. He was very happy. When you can write, he was happy. You think the word very adds something. It doesn't. This is by author Scott Adams. And it says, 
Scott Adams is the creator of the long-running comic strip Dilbert, a satiric uh, view of office life. This comic appears in 2,000 newspapers worldwide in 65 countries and 25 languages. So he writes a satire of Dilbert, who hasn't read Dilbert before. So here it says, by, nece- by necessity, Adams has to prove, prune sorry, his sentences in the strip he creates for daily publication. He must tell his readers a story with fewer than 50 words, all fitting into a space measuring a few square inches. In this compressed area, he can create a story that is both humorous and satirical, capturing the essence of Dilbert's cubicle work life. And then Amy Peters adds on here. Entire stories can be told with even fewer words, although its authorship has not been definitely proven. A heart-wrenching short story is rumored to have been written by Ernest Hemingway with just six carefully chosen words. For sale, baby shoes never worn. Hemingway was said to have called it his best work. Try writing a story as if it were a tweet, using only six words. Then tell the same story with 50 words. After the experience of creating a story within, with a scant six, an, an allotment of 50 words will seem a virtual treasure trove. Then reverse the process, writing a story with 50 words and then work reducing it to six. So if you want to give yourself a challenge, I would work on this. Um, I think it's a great way to practice and try to start off with the six word, kind of like Hemingway, for sale, baby shoes never worn. And then work your way up to a 50-word story. And then you can flip it around and do the uh, 50 words and then try to reduce that 50 words to six. And hopefully you'll call in to the show of The Daily with Silstein and give us your examples. I would love to hear from you. Call in the show. Or you can also email silwriter uh, at gmail, silwriter07 at gmail.com. And we'll be right back with the Week 12 Wednesday Writing Class. This is The Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. Don't forget to come back to Wednesday writer uh, Wednesday Writing Class. We just got done with Monday Writers on Writing and Tuesday Motivation. Okay, and we're back. And now we're going to do a writing class Wednesday. Write about a little-known detail of the American Civil War. And we're going to start right now. We're going to start with what Amy Peters has to say. Okay, let's begin. Write about the Civil War... 
by focusing a unique light on the theme or find an, an unusual or little known fact. Write about the Civil War by focusing a unique light in the theme or find an unusual or little known fact. For instance, the chance of surviving a wound in Civil War days was 7 to 1, in the North Korean 50 to 1. If you were writing about this fact, then you would want to elucidate the types of medical care available to Civil War soldiers. Were there medics, hospitals, anesthesia for surgery, painkillers? How were patients transported? Were they able to return home after their recovery? A good place to start your research is at Google Books, www.books.google.com. On this site, you will find first-hand accounts of the Civil War that are in the public domain. So this is a very sensitive issue and it uh is historically it's uh it's something that has to be done carefully. But if you would like to take the time to write about a little known detail of the American Civil War, you have the insight there by going to a good place to start. It's as she says, is Google Books. www.books.google.com. And that's for a writing class Wednesday. We've done Writers on Writing, Tuesday Motivation, Wednesday Writing Class. And we're going to end today with Thursday Editing. And uh, I hope to bring you the editors on editing late April or early May. I know I've been talking about that for a while, but I would really hope that we can get them on here and uh, speak to us about editing. But we'll be right back with Editors on Editing. And we'll go back to the the uh, we'll we'll be right back. We're taking a break right now. Here we go. This is the daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. We'll be right back with Thursday editing with using the book The Writer's Devotional by. Amy, author Amy Peters. Hello everyone, and now we're back to Thursday Editing. Thursday editing. The quote is, if dialogue doesn't take up any more space than exposition, use dialogue. And this is by the Writer's Digest Writing Clinic. And it says, here's the most important rule about dramatic writing. Show, don't tell. One way to keep the action going is to have the characters narrate what they are doing as they do it. This will also help you stay in the active voice. 
showing puts the reader directly in the main character's world through actions, thoughts, senses, and feelings. It's the art of speaking to the imagination. Telling is the act of passing along information. It gives the readers insight without engaging them because it doesn't put them right in the story. Active dialogue is one of the best ways to help your reader into your scene. Claudia was sad, is telling. I could cry all night, said Claudia, is showing. Other techniques to show rather than tell include moving your characters from one location to another. Your character remains in the same space or are too focused on their inner world you are telling. Lastly, creating ambience and vivid settings help put the reader directly into the action, especially if you can have your characters add to the descriptions through dialogue. So that was Thursday Editing by The Writer's Devotional by Amy Peters. And we'll be right back. This is the Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. Happy Wednesday. We're going to do the wrap-up now of the daily. We're back to the daily with Silstein. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate everyone who tunes into Anchor and the Daily with Silstein. Today we're week twelve of the writing uh, writing tips show, the writer's devotional. Uh, with uh, by author Amy Peters. It's uh, 365 inspirational exercises, ideas, tips, and motivations on writing. I want to thank you all for tuning in today. And like I said, we're going to try to have the wonderful Juliana Ruggiero come and talk to us again because there was a mess up with the some type of technical uh, error that was going on with Anchor. And I did contact support. They're still trying to fix it. But in the meantime, I have asked her to come back. And she so graciously said yes. And we will have her as soon as we can to do the wonderful interview that we had done last night, which I was hoping to broadcast to you later in the day yesterday. But we weren't unable to do that. However, we're still going to be doing that Um this week, hopefully sooner than later, we'll have her on. Maybe tomorrow she'll let me know and then we'll get her back here. But for now, I wanted to say thank you. I hope that you are able to work on the tips for motivation where you work on a six-word story like Ernest Hemingway did and work on your 50 words also. Um, because uh, like Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert did what, by creating his comic strip, um, and uh, he gives that advice that simple means getting rid of extra words. Don't write, he was very happy. When you can write, he was happy. You think the word very adds something. It doesn't. That's his advice on that. And he pub, uh, he, he did um, a story with fewer than 50 words by doing Dilbert, which was shared all over, the, uh, over 2,000 newspapers worldwide. And who hasn't read that satirical uh, comic strip of Dilbert? And also, uh, it talks about uh, the uh, amazing author Ernest Hemingway and his uh, very famous six-word story, For Sale, 
baby shoes never worn you know or you could also write uh work on working on your own six word story 50 words and then reversing the 50 to six words call in uh to the show to share your examples i will try to have those for you hopefully friday i can uh we can come back because i want to go over motivation and then continue on biography books to read and sunday writing prompts so hopefully i can do that on friday and also if you would like to also do research and write about a little known detail of the american civil war please go ahead and do that and you can find a lot of information through uh, google books www.books.google.com and it is a sensitive issue so whatever you decide to share or not i will try to have an example also on friday i want to thank you also for uh tuning in and i hope you all have a wonderful wonderful wednesday and thank you for joining us here on the daily with silstein thank you now we will let you all go and have a very happy happy wednesday thank you for joining us on the daily with silstein here on anchor this is sylvia stein signing off bye-bye This was The Daily with Syl Stein here on Anchor. Join us again on Friday, where Sylvia will have another segment of the Writer's Devotional by author Amy Peters on her show. And hopefully also this week, we will have the interview with the amazing author and writer, Juliana Ruggiero. Y'all have a, a most amazing and blessed Wednesday.